Live from the J.C. Newman Cigar Studio in Boston, Massachusetts, welcome to the Smokin' Tobacco Show with your hosts, Matt Tobacco and Smokin' Nicole. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Smokin' Tobacco Show. My name is Matt Tobacco from Smokin.com. And I'm joined once again by my beautiful wife, Smokin' Nicole. Um, this week, we uh, have a very special guest. Some of you may know her, some of you may not. Uh, but if you don't, you're sure to learn something really cool. Uh, this woman right here is sometimes referred to as the Guayabara Lady, or that Guayabara Lady. Um, but her name is Berta Bravo, and she has a different story from the cigar industry to tell. Berta, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Thank you for having us. Well, us. Me and my brother is the one that set up everything, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you. Um, I've seen a few of your other interviews you've done. I, I know that, and we'll get into this, but I, I know that um, you no longer have your store and that you're doing other things now. But, you know, you, you I would say, played a, a major role in the industry and in your own little way for quite some time. So you've definitely earned your place. Uh, and Thank once you're, once, once you're in the industry, you're never really out. So you're still here. Um, and I, I, you know, everyone, there was a lot of people who, who had been reaching out to me and saying like, Oh my God, Bert is coming on. That's awesome. And there's a lot of love for you still in this industry. So, um, I, you. so you, you first, you first got started, um, back in, I want to say it was 2008, correct? Mm-hmm. That was when you. That's when you first really started. My with first IPCPR, yeah. And my if, first IPCPR. And it really began with you. You were selling. You were selling these shirts out of the trunk of your car. Yeah, in parking lots. Yeah, so. I started in parking lots. So tell us a little bit about how you go from from doing that to now you're at the IPCPR in 2008 and you sell 300 shirts to Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd like to start thanking Daisy Newman for sponsoring this segment, um, Smoking uh, Diamond Crown. This I actually made to commemorate their 100th year anniversary. And honestly, it's a cigar that you can pair with coffee, with wine, or like me, with scotch. It tastes excellent morning, noon, and night. So thank you, Daisy Newman, and thank you for a great smoke. Absolutely, J.C. Newman. Now, good stuff. <laughs> mhm. Mm Especially the Diamond Crown line. I mean, if you haven't had Diamond Crown line, it's been it's rolled by the Fuente family. Uh, there's the Diamond it Crown, the Julius Caesar, and the Black Diamond. All very good cigars. Mhm. Mm and what I are you smoking? Oh, that's what, you know. I did I, I I did glaze over this. I'm so I got I got so excited, you know, because. I know we're going to have a lot of fun with Berta tonight. Uh, I'm smoking the, the new Gurkha Pure Evil um, as I continue to kind of get through my show samples. I, I, I usually wait, you know, as most of us do, wait with the show samples and kind of let them acclimate before you really try them. So I'm, I'm cutting in and lighting this for the first time. Uh, so far, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. And, Nicole, I know you're doing some show samples tonight, too. Yeah, I'm on a show sample kick as well now that my taste is back after COVID. Mm. Had to... Um, put a pause on it, everything. I didn't want to kind of ruin the flavor of anything new I was trying. Um, so this comes from Apostate Cigars, and it is the Feathered Serpent. And it is a Candela wrapper from the Dominican. 
Yeah, I had a few of their cigars already with some of the samples. Um, really cool stuff. Really good stuff. They're out of Utah, Salt Lake City, I believe. Um, if you don't know them, check them out. Yep. Um, upcoming brand, small brand, but the, I think they're going to do some really great things. And this so was their first show that they debuted? Yeah, they debuted yeah. At, the, at the trade show this year in 2022. Yep. Um, also, cutting and lighting tonight with our... Awesome, beautiful Cigar Blondie Cutter and Lighter from Cigar Blondie, our friend Leo. Let's shout out to Leo. If you don't know Leo, I mean you should. She is awesome. You probably know her from Nova Cigar, but this is her own little venture. Cigar Blondie, Blade Flame Lighter, this amazing cutter, nice and sharp. Really stylish stuff. We have the we got the chrome set right here. We got the white set in the other room too, but yeah. um, really beautiful stuff. Uh, so that's what I'm lighting and cutting up with as well as Nicole. Um, but anyway, I'm sorry. So back to Berta. It's time for her to tell her story. We did glaze over the cigars part, but now it's time for her to tell her story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A, a gentleman named Pedro Gonzalez walked into the store one day. Perdomo used to make his cigars. And he told me, do you, uh, do you know about the IPCPR? And I go, no. And he goes, well... This is a, a trade show for cigars, and your product will be perfect in there. And you can come and share my booth if, if you want. And I said, well, Pedro, to tell you the truth, if I believe in it, I will do it. I will become a member, and I'll have my own booth. Let me talk to my son, and he can guide me through. So I call Joey up, and Joey tells me, uh, well, Mom, it's excellent, but... You don't smoke. Uh, the the cigar industry is a mom and pop. It's a mom and pop. It's a history. It's a romance. It's this and it's that. And I said, Joey, but there's no problem. You smoke. I can do it. Teach me. I am a very slow learner. Uh, the first IPCTR, I had to ask him over a hundred times to light my cigar because for the life of me, I couldn't. I couldn't. But we joined, we went, and it was great. And that's how the girl from the parking lot came to the cigar industry. I consider myself an ambassador for the cigar industry because I not only love it, I have the same passion as if I had grown up in the industry. I listen to the stories and I can relate as if I had been there. So for me, it's, it's a romance. It's a love story. It's, uh, it's a way to put women in the place they belong in the cigar industry. It's not about how sexy or how this or how that you are is if you know what you're smoking and how you're smoking and with whom you're smoking it. Oh, absolutely. So that, you, yeah. You definitely can hold your own. I mean, uh, and, and the thing you. is, is you, you bring, you also, I mean, you, you, I mean, by now, obviously, you know how to smoke and all that stuff and you know what you're smoking and uh, you, have, you have, you have an impressive lineup in front of you um, tonight. I, I saw the other cigars you have and, 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 uh, and, Cynthia, and Cynthia would definitely be proud. Um, so, but yeah, no, she will. <laughs> but you know, the other thing is too is you also you bring something to the table that's, you know, unique and 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 really cool and really special and something that you know 
has really become a staple in the cigar industry and outside of the cigars themselves. And that's, you know, the Guayabera that almost everybody wears. Everybody, if you, you know, most people, if, if you don't know what that is, you, you've seen it. Uh, maybe you don't know the name, but you've seen the shirts with the, with the four pockets and the, and, the, and the striping down the front that most you see in the ads for, you know, the cigar makers and the manufacturers, they're wearing them, but they get the cigars in the pockets and, you know, um, then that's, and that's what it is. And that has become a, a staple um, as the fashionable icon. And that's like the, it's almost like the, it's like the uniform, right? It's the, the unofficial uniform. Mm -hmm. It's the unofficial uniform for the cigar smoker. And um, now I believe, now that shirt and that style goes back to Cuba, if I am not mistaken. It does. In the late 1800s, it originated in my hometown. That's right. You, you came here from Cuba with your family when you were nine years old. Yeah. And I want to say that 1966. was 1966. Yeah. I was going to say 76, but heck. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> you, so you, you take something that has been, um, it's been around a long time. And, and you turn it into now one of the things I read when I was I was doing my my homework on you was that and you're credited with this and I don't know if you agree or if, or if you feel the same way but others have said that they credit you with creating um, not only just the immense popularity of the Guayabera in the industry but you also started if I remember correctly in Miami there's um, is it Guayabera Fridays is that is am I correct with that? Yes, yes. Da During the month of summer, the Guayabera summers, and uh, in all courtrooms and all banks and uh, other prestigious organizations, that's what they wear. And so, and so, how how is this how is this done from your influence? I, I, was it just you that was the you were the one you were the one that 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 had the store well, that no, that dressed everybody? Really, <laughs> no, I don't think so. I I really made it um, more uh, acceptable by women because I gave it curves. The way of it is a boxy shirt. I right. gave it curves and it turned out good. I made it strapless as long as it had the pleating and the pockets. It was good. So I gave it uh, another twist. My mom actually made uh, the first Guayavera with the insert of the collar in a different material with the cuff in a different material that was my Ooh. mom's idea yeah that those um like, like you see with a lot of other dress shirts um you, mm -hmm. you 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 pop the the um the cuffs over and you have the other pattern mm -hmm. i love shirts like that mm -hmm. too i mean when i when i get dressed up i i have a lot of shirts like that too um that's something i i personally appreciate that's to kind of give a little extra you know that was my mom's idea yeah uh, matthew back in 2000 2004 wow yeah so you're talking almost 20 yeah. years ago i mean um mm -hmm. that's that, that's pretty that's that's pretty amazing and, and now that that's that's a style that you see everywhere now um mm -hmm. now so when you obviously you you said you made it more accessible for women you put curves in the shirt you you, you know put you know more women's cut shirts and so that way something that women can yeah. wear that's not a boxy shirt um but you made you made you made shirts for men too. You 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 did guayabers for men and women. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I wanted to ask you. And now I know Nicole 
I think you I think you had seen these before. Did you also do I know that there's there's dresses out there that are like Guaya Bear dresses. Did you do those as mm -hmm. well? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I, I made it as a matter of fact for IPCPR 2011 or 10 or 11, I made it for the uh, J.C. Newman team. And oh, okay. All the girls were, were sporting their altered top Wayavetas, very fitted, very nicely done. And um, that was that the first family in the cigar industry to wear my Wayavetas was uh, the my father's cigar family. That being Maria, Danny, really? Dan, they all wore. The, the first family that wore the Guayaveras was the, the first um, cigar manufacturer that bought the Guayaveras was Mr. Neco Perez Castillo, whom I will always be grateful to because he saw me looking baffled in, in that first IPCPR. I was all dressed in white with heels this big and I walked in and the only thing I did was dad help me down here you know just do your thing so a couple hours later Ernesto comes up and he goes you know what let your son because I had introduced him to my son and my daughter-in-law and let your son stay in the booth I'm going to introduce you to several people that's when he introduced me to Eric Espinosa, which he ordered uh, my father's cigars, which I then went to visit them. They were still in the uh, Eighth Street, and so on. Yeah, that's truly amazing, and it goes back. We were talking about this before the show. It's just the way that this industry is. I mean, the people. I mean, they're always looking out for each other. Always willing to lend a hand. You know, here, here's here's Ernesto. Right, he sees you. This is your first show. You're like taking this in. Oh my God. Hey, you know what? You got coverage at your booth. Leave them there. Come with me. Let me introduce everyone. So Let that way you're not standing you. here. walk you around. Not, you're you not a fish like a out of water. Woman. <laughs> yeah. You now like you can meet everybody. Woman. Let, me, let, me, <laughs> let me introduce you. It's all about relationships, too. I mean, every aspect of the industry, whether you're a cigar manufacturer, you're a retailer, a distributor, you're, you're in the media like us, you're doing something like, you mm -hmm. know, like what you used to do, you know, it, it's a very, it's a very, you know, it's a connection base. It's social. It, you get to, you know, connect it with people. You build relationships, and, and you know, and we talked about this before, you know, and people are just so, they're so open to it, right? Uh, and, and of course, there's always the bad eggs here and there, but for the most part, you know, that's the great thing about the cigar industry is there's so many people out there, and they're all willing to help. They're all willing to meet new people. They're all willing to connect with each other, and, and interchange. And you know, if there's anything that one can do for the other, and vice versa. Um, so here you go. You go to your first show. He walks you around. You start meeting all these people in this industry that you know nothing about, uh, mostly up mm -hmm. until that point. And you make all these new connections. You meet all these new people, people who go on to be friends of yours and people you know and love for years now. Um, and, and they're buying your shirts. And they're buying your shirts. And, and your business is taking off. And it's like, oh, my God, this trade show was a great idea. I come here with my shirts thinking, like, okay, I'm going to go to this cigar convention. And... and it's just it takes off and it just kind of it kind of blows open from there, right? Um, yeah. So you were in business from around what, like 2008 until I know no. that in the cigar industry I started in 2008, but I started business on in 2003. 2003, okay. So 2003, 2008, you go to IPCPR. 
and then from there it just kind of keeps building and growing from there. Now I know that yeah. your show, um, sorry, your show, your store. You, I know that you you don't have the store anymore, and the store has closed. Uh, when when did the store close? Was that in 2020? In 2020. In 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And At the end of 2020. And that was mostly from like the pandemic and all of that, and it was the pandemic, wrong choices, and it just got out of hand. Um, I felt miserable because it, I felt it was my connection to the cigar industry. But thank God it wasn't. Uh, my cigar family is there. Um, I have sisters, chosen sisters, like Cynthia Fuente. Mm, uh, absolutely. Liana is, Liana is my chosen daughter. I'm her mommy and she's my chiquindina. And Calito is mi hermano. And so on. So I can call Maria Garcia at any time. And she picks up wherever she is. Uh, I was blessed to do as well for the Padron family, the Perdomo family, uh, Altitis, General Cigar. So I, I was very blessed. And I'm always received with open arms. And that, as a, I, I wrote it down when you called me to, um, to participate in your show. I was, I was elated because it's, it, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, you guys still love me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It, you know, and it, you know, look, and it is, it's unfortunate that you don't have the store anymore. And that's, and that's, you know, it's, I didn't even My realize that. Yes. What was that? The story is not over yet. Oh, yeah. so, uh, okay. Stay so, tuned. so <laughs> are, are, is Stay there, tuned. do you Very have something thin. in the works? Maybe. Mm. Well, you know, I was gonna say. So I didn't. Re I didn't realize that. And when I found out, I, I have to be honest with you, Berta. I was I was a little disappointed because I I was like, oh, so that means I'll never have one of the famous Guayabaras from Berta Bravo. And I'm like, that's <laughs> that's like you know that's like it, I feel like it's become you know the, the the more I've learned about you and the people I talk to about you, it it's kind of like one Thank of those you. things that you get and you're like, oh, this is like the legit, like this is like the one. You got to have it. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not going to have one of those. But it sounds like I, might, I still <laughs> might, might have my chance because <laughs> um, that would be awesome. Um, but, you know, it, it, and it's it'll be interesting to see where you, where you go with that. And I, I am curious to know what. Uh, and I always try, I you know, I always try to get people to tease things. And then once it's out there, then I try to get some more. But I won't push you too hard. Um, I look forward to. It's okay. I look forward to seeing what it is you have up your sleeve. Um, we will be waiting. We will. We, we will be for, waiting. For the moment, for the moment, this is my scotch. Can you read it? Ooh. Just in oh, case okay. I forget. Sometimes, Sometimes you, you forget, forget you're, you're awesome. awesome, so this is your reminder. There you go. I love that. There you go. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's – and you're right. And you are still definitely loved in the industry, and uh, you were on Meet the Professor. I, I want to say that was earlier this year, right? Uh, no. Was that last that year? last year. Wow, wow, really? Already? Time flies. Yeah. Because I remember when you went on that show, too. I can't even believe oh, that was already last year. Oh, my God. 
I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're already in August of this year. It's just, it's been. That was it, almost a year and a half ago. Oh my God. You know, yeah. time, time flies when you're having fun, you know, time flies. <laughs> oh, look, Kevin, Kevin is on. He, he, I have, I was the first official out of town, um, cigar lady, so sex in the city with, uh, Kevin Bristo. Okay. Well, yeah. Hi, well, Kevin. hi, Kevin. I see Kim's here. Cynthia's here. Cheryl Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, David da- is one of my adopted kids. David <laughs> is here. He is a he's a big fan of the show. We love seeing David. I was gonna say I, I haven't really been paying attention to the comments because I've been I've been focusing on you. But um, yeah, everyone's here tonight. They're all here. They're all there. They're all chiming in. They're all they're in all the comments. They're all here to support you. Thank they're you. all they're all excited to see you. Um, so yeah, so it's like you know you are on Meet the Professor, you're on our show, so you're definitely you're still getting your invites, you're still here, you're still relevant, and like you said, the st- the story isn't over yet. So yeah. um, you also you were you were a part of something that I truly love, and and I think that if if you don't if you don't know what it is and you haven't seen it, it's on like Amazon Prime and and whatever like you can get it. Just the hand roll documentary. You were in that, um, and I thought that. That was amazing too. Um, and you, you know who wanted me to be on that? Was it Pete Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He calls. He goes. You have to be here tomorrow. They're doing this and this and this, and we're filming you here at the, my father's cigars office. Wow. I said, okay, I'm there. <laughs> That was that was exciting to see. You know, there was there was a few ladies of the leaf in there. You know, you, there was uh, Delicia was in there too. Cigar fixing. Uh, it was nice. It was really nice to see you in there, and, and and you told kind of a different story too because you you didn't really talk so much about about the Guayaberas. You, you you talked a lot about Cuba and coming from Cuba, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. as we said before, you came here from Cuba when you were you were nine years old, I believe. So you were really nine. little. Nine. But you came, you came at that time when things changed in that country. And I'll, yeah. never, I'll never forget, I'll never forget some, the, the thing you said in that, in that documentary was, um, you know, for as long as the communism rules in that country, you'll never smoke a Cuban cigar. Sure. And, you know, I, I think, you know, a lot of us too, you know, I think some people, you know, they 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 kind of they look past that, um, and they they just focus on the cigars, and and, you know, and we're all guilty of it too. I mean, I'm, I'll be I'll be very honest with you, you know. But it's a nice reminder. I think what you said. I wanted to bring this up tonight because I, I truly believe it. It was a nice reminder. It was a nice reminder of just remember when you get all excited and you're trying to to get a hold of the unobtainable cigars in this country, right? Just remember like what they represent. And um, exactly. I, I, I just wanted to say that, you know, I, I think that, you know, look, we're in the Thank U.S. You. We we're this is the new world cigars country. Um, we have some mm-hmm. of the best cigars in the world in this country coming from uh, all the names you've already mentioned. Right. And they're coming out of countries mm-hmm. like the Dominican, Nicaragua, Honduras, Costa Rica. Um, do we really need Cuban cigars in the country anyway? We have so many good cigars already. No, it's a myth. It's a myth because you cannot have but you know, how can you promote being in a in a in a free country? 
-hmm. how can we promote a place that has no human rights? I, I stand my ground. I think that that's a very that's a very bold statement, and I think it's an important statement. Um, mm -hmm. and, and like I said, it serves as a nice reminder. Um, you have people like Pete Johnson who who kind of use the old you know old Cuban world, the old Cuban cigars as a uh, as a um, what's the word I'm looking for as an influence, right? With some of the things he does, I know he tries mm -hmm. to influence. He, he pays homage to to the cigars of of, of yesteryear. Um, I think that's a nice touch, but the actual Cuban cigars of today, I mean, yeah, and you know what, sure, some of them, some of them are good, whatever, we could talk about what they are and this and that, lately it's, they're just, they're going to be too expensive to obtain anyway, I mean, the prices are going through the roof yeah. with those, and, mm -hmm. you know, their, quali their quality issues are, you know, um, that, that's a whole other discussion, so, but it's, so it's like, it, it's, it, it comes at a nice time, it comes at a nice time as a reminder of, you know, of what it means and, um, you know, to remember, like, hey, before you light those up, this is what it's for and what it represents. Um, I do want to, I want to get to our news segment before I go too far, because I know if I miss the news, if I, if I go too far and I miss the news segment time, Nicole will start giving me the jabs. Um, our news segment is brought to you once again by McAuliffe Cigars. Uh, if you're not familiar with McAuliffe Cigars, head over to McAuliffeCigars.com and sign up to become an official ambassador. Where you get your ambassador number, your ambassador coin, and while you're at it, head over to Facebook and join the McAuliffe Ambassadors Official Facebook group. Uh, it's a great time. We're members. You should be too. I make their Guayaberas as well. Oh, oh you did? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they I've have been a hot ticket. I've seen them too, the and they're cool. They're good. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a lot of them, so like, I think people are kind of like fighting over, like, oh my god, I want one. And the McAuliffe ambassadors oh. are always trying to get their hands on one of those. Oh yeah. It's it was a very hot it was a very hot topic early in the year. <laughs> um, this week, uh, quick announcement: I'm smoking the Gurkha Pure Evil tonight, as I said before. Uh, so showing a little bit more love for our, our Gurkha family. Uh, Gurkha Cigar Group International is proud to announce the Revenant sampler bags are now shipping to retailers across the country. The Revenant that was introduced at last year's PCA trade show was released this year in a different format. Six-pack sampler bag. Last year, the Gurkha Revenant was released in box-pressed Maduro and Corojo wrappers, but this year, the cigar is available in a humidified, resealable sample bag consisting of two Maduros, two Corojos, and two Connecticut cigars. Um, Juan Lopez. Happy birthday, Juan Lopez. It was his birthday yesterday. Solo happy love. Birthday. And I was with Willie yes. Morante today uh, up in New Hampshire. So uh, love to the Gurkha fam. Uh, the only place you will find the Revenant Connecticut is inside the sampler bag, according to Juan Lopez. So if you get that sampler bag, you also get that that third, the Connecticut and the Revenant. If you are a fan of the Revenant, uh, if you like that cigar, uh, I've smoked a few of them already. Um, I had some before the show. I, I had got some more at the show. I, I smoked some more. They're great cigars. And, you know, I think Gurkha is really putting out some really good stuff right now. That Revenant is one of my favorites that they have currently in their lineup. So I, I highly recommend checking that out. Look look at your local brick-and-mortar retailers. Um, if not, I, there's plenty of online retailers that I'm, I'm sure are going to carry that. But um, definitely a great cigar. And the, and the sampler packs are amazing, too, because yep. it's a great – usually they're – I, I want to say, I don't know if there's a – yeah, so this one's at $37. Um, it's a good price. You get six cigars. It's a good gift for somebody. They stay fresh inside. So if you're not a cigar smoker, you're buying it for someone else. You don't have to worry about that. They'll, they'll be fresh. They're sealed. They're humidified. Just 
there's nothing else you need to do. Uh, they're great for you. You know, if you want to grab something quick that you know is going to be good quality, a little bit of a variety, there's two of each. You want to smoke them with a friend. You pick up one of those. You each get three cigars. I, I, you know, P Perdomo does it too. Uh, a lot of manufacturers are going to that. I know Ashton's got it. Um, there's a lot of people out there. It, it, they're great. I think those sampler packs are, are an awesome idea. Great price point. Nice little sampler pack. Done. Out the door. So definitely check those out. And much Again, much love to the Gurkha family and uh, Juan Lopez. Happy birthday, brother. Uh, love you, buddy. So I wanted to uh, – first of all, I need to find my water because my mouth is getting dry. Um, mm -hmm. It's It's hot. It's very hot and humid. I'm sure it's hot and humid down in where you are, too. Tell me about it. It was 103 today. Very. Oh, wow. For Boston? Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like what, like 150% humidity? Yeah. So it's hot. I have my water. I have my water in a Michi cup. It's from the Golden Girl, Michi Rito. She sent me this one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Live like Rose, dress like Blanche. Think like Dorothy and speak like Sophia. Love if that. all of you are familiar with the Golden Girls, you know Sophia is the feisty one. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's the best one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Would you say you're the feisty one? Is that is that kind of what you're alluding to? You're the feisty one in the group? You're the Sophia. <laughs> no, no, I wish I was. I <laughs> believe me, I wish at times I was. But that it goes to my aunt because I live with my mom and my two aunts, and we get to be the golden girls. So my uh, the Sophia is 95 years old. My aunt, she drinks scotch and smokes cigars to this day. Wow, God bless her. Mm -hmm. You know, and, just, and just living her show, best life. And just to just to show everybody the the lineup because only you and Nicole got to see it. Yeah, show them. I have a very special Amor del Desierto and an even more special cigar that my sister gave me, Cynthia. It's a look, look at this beauty. Look at this between the lines. Oof. Look at that. Those, Those are so are cool. Nice. They're beautiful. Nice. They're so cool. <laughs> They're Did so special. So. The um we we gave some of those away. They were part of the raffle this year for the Cigar Family Charitable Foundation. Didn't Berta win one? No. She did. Berta did yeah. win. Yeah. Did you win that I one in, in the win. raffle? No, no. This one Cynthia gave Different me. I one. won. But you did win. Yeah. Oh, that's the right. PJ. Yeah, yes. you did. That's right. I yeah. I remember I now. Did, it was the PJ. Yeah, those were that I was like one the of the PJ. the most yeah. sought after. Prizes. Yes. Like, oh yeah, there was five of them. I think, right? There was five. Yeah. It was five yeah. of them. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. that's right. You you were a winner. There was a lot of people that won. Um, that was and that was really an amazing. I mean, there were over fifty prizes. Oh yeah, and I think there was like sixty. Yeah. And I think I sixty and it was change. A blur. There was a lot of them. <laughs> um, I've already started working on next year's page. It, it's I want to have it ready, and, ready and done. So um, I'm already building on that. Um, so that I can have it ready and ready to go next year. Um, so this year we, we did as a recap for those who missed it. Uh, I know Berta was along for the ride, but, uh, we did $25,500 and then Carlito decided he reached out to me towards the end and said, Hey, 
Let's go another two weeks. And whatever you raise, I will match it uh, through the Fuente Family Foundation, which is separate from CFCF. And I said, okay. Mm -hmm. So we ended up, we finished out with an even $51,000 for the Cigar Family Charitable awesome. Foundation. That was, and, and I, was, I was, me and Berta were talking about it before the show. I was, I'm still shocked. I'm still shocked um, at the turnout and everyone that came together um, to help us raise that money. I mean, it's, it's still like, it's hard to just wrap your head around like, wow, what an accomplishment and, and what that means for, for the kids down in the Dominican Republic and where, where that money goes. And for those of you that have not visited the school, it is amazing. Once you see what they have created, and how they have created it is mind-boggling. The Newman and the Fuente family all take care of all administrative costs. And every single penny that they raise goes directly to the foundation. They feed over 450 kids each day. Uh, come September, they're going to have another graduation. But the beautiful thing about CFCF is that the children come back. They have doctors, architects, engineers, um, you name martial it. artists, and they come back to help. Yeah. They, because that's what they are taught. That's what they are taught from pre-K. They are taught women should be treated as ladies all the time. The little kid is sitting in a chair and a little girl comes up and he stands up and gives her his chair. That's the beauty of it, that it's not only academic, it's a lifestyle. Right. Most of those children don't have that at home. No. And it is sown into their blood how important it is to share, to communicate, not to fight. It is, it is amazing, amazing. It doesn't just educate them, it, it prepares them for life. It prepares them for life. Needless to say, they speak three languages. They are fluent in, they are, it is, it is a great, great thing. And the facilities are amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's we haven't been down there yet. We're we're trying to uh, we're trying to work with them right now to come down. Hopefully by the end of this year, um, you know. And it's I I, I ran into to Carlito at at, at uh, PCA last month, and he, and he was like, "You have to come. You just you have to come down." You have to see it. He's like, if "I you, want you to be there. I want you, you to see it." You were taken. You were taken by it from things that you hear when yep. you visit it you will see what it's all about and it's it's in your system i remember jay davis oh jay we love we love jay yes. i love jay love and jay i remember we were in napa and we were, and i and i started talking and cynthia and he was taken by what we had to say and come the next cigar trip he's there and he's been working on on fundraisers ever since ever since 
Yeah, I think Jay's been down there like 16 times now. He he he's. I saw him at the trade show. We spent a lot of time talking about it. Uh, he he was he was so generous. Uh, he he donated the, the Daniel Marshall 30th anniversary that Carlito made for Daniel Marshall that that beautiful humidor and the cigar set and all the other pieces. I mean that was so generous. And then on top of that, he donated a lot of money too, uh, just to help mm -hmm. us get to our goals. And I you know I just was like Jay. I mean it. it he was like no, don't worry about it. He was like I've been down there so many times and. You know, I know those. I know the family really well, and, and I've seen it, and I know how important it is. So, like for me, it doesn't. That it doesn't is. mean anything. It's whatever I can give. Um, it, I, he was one You'll of those people. It. You yeah. will love it. Yeah, he was one of those people that was, like, was just sat me down and was like, "You don't understand like how big this is." Um, and Jay has been. I mean, he is definitely more than a friend to us. He was one of the seven people at our wedding. <laughs> yeah, homie eloped last month. So. <laughs> Um, we, Jay is, has been so kind to us and we can't ever repay him. So it was funny. I, I hadn't met Ciro before and, you know, I know Cynthia and Carlito and Liana and, but I had never met Ciro and he was like, you don't know Ciro? And I was like, no, I've never met him. He was like, he's like, come on, let's go. And he <laughs> went right up to Ciro and he was like, Hey, he's like, Ciro, you, this is someone you need to know. And, and told, and told him, you know, about, you know, what we do and, and then what we do for the foundation. And he was like, Oh. He's like, you have to come down. You have to come down. And uh, he was like, yeah, Jay, you're, you come too. <laughs> so now Jay and I are going to go down together. So uh, it's a very exciting time. So, uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it was really, it was just a really special, uh, it was a special thing that happened and, and something that we're going to try to continue to do because uh, it, it was, it was amazing. Um, but one of the things I wanted to bring up, so we talked a little bit about, you know, when you were younger and um, it was your, I'm sorry, if I remember, it was your, it was your father. Or no, it was your grandfather. Your grandfather was in the clothing business when your family first came here from Cuba. And then your, your dad got into that and you, you kind of carried the torch with that too by, okay, well, I'm going to get into this now too. Um, that's why it hurt so much when I had to close down. Yeah. Because... It was a way of keeping my father's legacy alive. And there were nights that I cried myself to sleep. And I, said, I, tried, I tried my utmost. He always said, give it your best. If it doesn't work, you know that you gave it your best. And you treat everyone the exact way you want to be treated. Right. So that has been my rule of thumb. When I love, I don't know how to love halfway. I love with all my heart. And, um, and it's real. It's, it's black and white. There's no, there's no hidden corners in, in, in everything. So that's why I could identify through the passion of the manufacturers. I mean, when, I, when you first shake the bean's hands, you feel the calluses, you feel, you feel the, the, the soil, you feel, you feel all his hard work. Yeah. He still works the land. And uh, when you walk into a tour at the Fuente factory, 
I'm not even going to say anything. You're just going to call me and say you were absolutely right. There are no words. Everything has a history. Every single pebble, every single wood block of wood, every single thing has a beautiful family history behind it. And you feel it. You feel it. You feel as if, as if you were there when it was happening. It's an emotional attachment, even though even if you weren't a part of it, yeah. you can relate to it. You can connect to it. Mm -hmm. you, you feel that and you can you can feel mm -hmm. that out of people. Um, in, in it's interesting. So it's like your family was not in the cigar making business, um, but you still have that same connection like like all of these families do. You know, your, mm -hmm. your grandfather did this. Your father did it. You decided, you know, you were going to keep that legacy going. And it's the same mm -hmm. thing. Just like all of these so families. Can, I, yeah. Yeah. You identify. Yeah. With what they went through. Absolutely. Do you think that that speaks living, to. Living in a little room. The five of them. We lived in a, in a fish. The three. You know. I, I would ask my dad. Dad. Why did we come? Explain to me. I had everything in Cuba. And now I sleep in a sofa. Right. Explain to me how, how, how this is going to work. I had a piece of paper. My sister wrote me uh, a piece of paper. May I go to the bathroom? May I sharpen my pencil? That was it. I spoke no English. There was no ESO programs in school at that time. There were only three Spanish-speaking people in the entire school. Wow. It was, it, was, it was tough. So I can identify with what they have gone through. We lost everything. The government did an inventory when we were told that we could leave. We, uh, we left when the Freedom Flight started. In, the Freedom Flight started in 65, in December, I believe. And we left in, uh, in February of uh, 1966. And wow. that was because my sister was a minor and she had come vacationing to the States and they stayed. And she claimed us and we were able to leave at that time. Wow. Yeah, it, it's got to be a culture shock. I mean, it's got to be, it you know, and it's, it, 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 especially at your age, it's got to be scary. You don't it's know. Very scary. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, you're I'm very proud to say I'm Cuban and I'm very proud to say I'm American. Extremely proud. Yeah, I, as you should be, you know, and mm -hmm. um, I think that's it's kind of like what you know all these all these families, right? They're all they're all Cuban. They're all Cuban families. You know, they're all families that mm -hmm. left and and they took that that knowledge and that heritage and brought it somewhere else to to keep that alive outside of Cuba. And I think that mm -hmm. that that's like, that's what makes all of you so special is you all have that same connection, the same experience, more or less. And you understand each other because you all did it. You were all there. And, and I think that's what, and the Cuban people, so hardworking. I mean, just look, just, just look around this industry. I mean, the, the, these, these, these companies and, and people like you and like, it d does not exist without that. It just doesn't. Like you said, like Papine still works the fields. I mean, it's, you know, sticks, they st everyone sticks to their roots. It's, mm -hmm. it really is special. 
Uh, I want to hit our top three segment tonight um, as we get towards that time. Our top three segment, sorry, our top three segment is brought to you once again by Room 101 Cigars. Watch the Smoke and Tobacco Show. Eat your vegetables, take your vitamins, smoke Room 101. From our friend Matt Booth. You heard it from the man himself. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to make this easy on you. I'm going to keep it light for you. Uh, top three. No particular order. Top three favorite cigars. For me? Yeah, yes. yeah. The one I'm smoking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the two I have in lineup. Oh, wow. Easy. Uh, we may have to ask the, the other one. What's the other one? But I sent you a second. I didn't see that. You answered that way too quickly. <laughs> ah, okay. Yes, yeah. good one. All right. Okay. All right, let's make this one a little bit more personal, okay? Top three okay. of your favorite designs. That you've ever made. That you've created. My favorite designs. Mm-hmm. Like the three favorite shirts you've ever made. Yeah, I have to say, first and foremost, the one I made for my father's my father's cigars uh, team. That first ITCPR when they all walked in wearing their guayaberas, I was so emotional. I cried, and that the year after that they had made um, the my father uh, cigars. Um, limited and there was only i forget how many boxes but they made sure to put apart put aside number 18 for me and they gave it to me at the ipcpr 18 is my dad's birthday i had a i had the most beautiful relationship with my father that a daughter can ever have. He was not only my dad, but he was my mentor, my best friend, and the only person with whom I could think out loud. Mm-hmm. So it's been 19 years, and um, I still meet him every single day. And I still ask him, hey, you know what? Give me a sign. So usually I'm driving when I'm talking to God and uh, a a number 18 tag pulls up in front of me. Coincidence? No. It's a God incident. So. That's really special. That's a beautiful story. The Cito's blessings and smoke delicious ashes. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And Delicious came from Jorge Armentero. Jorge Armentero, I told him, I'm going to make your, that word popular. <laughs> and I did. And I stole it. And he's never used it again, but he started it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, how do you say it? Um, making it your own, you know? Yeah. More or less. And it goes back to what we've been talking about. It's the love, it's the passion, it's the family, 
is the close friends that became family that 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 take your heart like Cheryl she's on the show mm-hmm. her and Irma were my family Irma was my family and Cheryl is my family and we met because of this absolutely we met in a in a cigar snob well they came to the store and Cigar Snob was having uh, one of their marathons where we would just hop to different cigar bars. Mm-hmm. And I called Eric and I told him, I have two ladies from New York and please can you, because it was full, it was packed. Uh, can you please, so Eric goes, of course, Mama B, let's, let's let them, of course they can come in and oh boy, did we have and then we became family, and that's it. Yeah, it's am- and it's amazing how that happens time and time again, especially in this mm-hmm. industry. And like you said, mm-hmm. met because of this. I mean, you know, it's funny. You say it just like that, and like that's so many people have come on this show over the years and and have used that same like analogy, all because of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's because it's all true, it. and it and it's it's true. It really is. It's it is special. Um, Two others. Sorry. <laughs> I had to bring this back in. So More the, questions? No, 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 no. So so it was three. So the My Father one that you did. So two others. What were two, maybe two others uh-huh. that you made that maybe were like really big or really special or that, you know, just uh, you were really proud of? Dressing the Fuente family. Oh, of course. With, their, with Liana, with her fitted dress and Cynthia with her classy blouse and and Christina and Carlos Suarez. He was so proud. He was such he was so proud to wear my shirt. Yeah. So so proud. So that was very taking. Uh and when the padrones came and, and I got to that was exciting. That was cause they had never worn uniforms before to the trade show. And then when they were introducing the Damaso, I made them navy blue ayaveras, and and they wore it all to the to the trade show. That was very rewarding. Wow. So it's like even. And I don't you... want to leave anyone out. So you gave me three, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sh- look. I'm sure you've made a lot for a, a lot of amazing people um, over the years too, and and it is hard. You know that that that. I made. A- you were talking about Gurkha. I made guayaveras for all of them. I had Kaisa wearing guayaveras left and right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's gotta it's gotta feel, and I can tell just by hearing you tell the stories and, and talk about it. It's it is. It's emotional. You you see like the the fruit mm-hmm. of your hard work. You know, you see these people uh, wearing your wearing your guayaberas and you know they got their those company names on them too and you're just like wow like i made those for them like that's cool it's almost like you get a little bit of that geek factor you're like oh my god you get a little excited and you're like oh that's those are my shirts i made those (laughs) and like i was like i was telling you before we started that i was very proud because the fuente and newman family uh backed me up when I wanted to do Havana Nights for CFDS. 
and I was able to do three years and we raised a lot of money and um, it was people ask me how did you do it and and why and did you make money no every single penny went for the foundation every single penny and I had their full support I had all of them the last year that I was able to do Havana Night uh, I had Don Carlos smoking and dancing with me so wow. it, it was it was those are things that will stay in my heart and um, there you go you made me cry no, oh, I'm I, so sorry <laughs> you know what Berta it, it's, it, it is difficult because it, it is um, you know from my short experience with this industry and like we've talked about all night, it, it is so special. And you do meet these special people and you create special memories. And it it's really hard not to be emotional, right? Because it, it does mean Very. so much. And it's so special. And, you know, someone – there was a quote from from a book that I read uh, about baseball. And someone someone once said um, – I believe it was, the, it was the book Moneyball about uh, the Oakland Athletics and the, and the Moneyball story from 2003. But there was a quote in that book and it said, it's hard not to be – and I think I might be paraphrasing. It's hard not to get romantic about baseball. It's 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 really the same for for this industry and these in these I people. It, it's hard not to be like romantic about this industry and to have those emotions. Mm -hmm. it, it really like it, it is, you know. And I agree. And no, it, it's it, it really it's special to to hear you tell these stories, and um, and show that emotion because it, it really is uh it, it it is amazing and it's it's awesome to hear it um and and again this is why you still come on these shows so you can tell these stories and you, <laughs> and we can you. keep it alive Thank we can you. keep the memory alive and i am honored and uh and it's it, it's what makes it so fun because i'm sure there's there's people out there that haven't heard these stories you know and and cynthia is being i am honored huge cheerleader for you right <laughs> now you go, Berta. You go and and talk about Havana <laughs> Nights and uh, and then it's funny. So I know you. I know you did do a lot with with the Fuentes with their charity. But you you also did charity work for other charities too when you had your store, right? One of one of the charities very close close to my heart is a cerebral palsy, and I worked mm. relentlessly with Samantha's Purpose. And the reason I chose Samantha's Purpose was because um, I met. Samantha, uh, when she was two, she just turned 17. Wow. And um, she became part of me and I became part of her. And her mom and dad and brothers, oh, I am their mama bee. And they are my kids. They are my, my kids through the years. And then Alex and, and, and Jackie with Christian and it was just, you could see and touch where your money was going. You could, you could um, see the experience. You could, you could feel the family's pain. You could, and their struggles. And, and it all goes back to the same thing. We, we are built to help others. 
Yeah, and thank and you, I, Lefty. Yeah, Lefty. I was gonna say Lefty's here with us. Uh, thank you, Lefty, for for the amazing words. Um, thank you for being here with us tonight. Really excited to have you here. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean it's um, it's always great when, when you can give back to. And, and I also help the National Kidney yeah. Foundation for Kevin. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I yes. I tried to help. I tried everyone. I tried to help everyone that reached out to me, whether I could monetary or if I couldn't, I would just send guayaberas and for uh, uh, cigars for warriors and and, and uh, George Sosa when he was in uh, in Alex Bradley introduced me to many of wonderful people that are still a part of my life. Charlie Berenjas. Uh, I mean, so many great Sotolongo was in all the events. She made it a point to reach out to everyone. My brother uh, would be the one handling all the media and the, and, and, and the connecting and the this and the that. Uh, and it was a beautiful thing to know that from this, you could achieve so much. Yeah. So my foundation is still open. I my time is not finished yet, and uh, eventually there will be a comeback. And we will be waiting. We will be. We yeah. will be. Yes. Like I, I already, I I have something I want to talk to you about. So when we end the show, don't go anywhere because I I have something I want to I want to talk to you about after the show is over. Because okay. um, okay. I ha I have okay. I have something in my head that I want to share with you that I think you'll really appreciate. Um, but we are getting towards the end of the show. So, um, but before we wrap up, I do want to say, Berta, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Um, thank it, you. Thank it's, you. It's really special to have you here with us tonight. Really, I mean that. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's great to feel the love. Absolutely. Um, before we do go, is there anything else that you want to say or that you want to share with the audience um, wh while you while you have the floor, I, I know you don't. I know you don't get on as many shows and and get out. So, I want to give you this opportunity. If we, there's anything we left out, if anything we forgot, or we didn't cover, I didn't ask you. If there's anything you want to say, um, I I just want to give you that opportunity now. Thank you. I think we've covered everything, and for the third time, this is not the end. This is only a seven stone. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, well, Berta, thank you again so much for being here thank with us. You. To thank everyone, you. to everyone watching at home, thank you for watching with us. If you're listening later on the podcast platforms, thank you for listening. Um, no matter where you watch or listen to us, please don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Follow us. We got more shows coming. We already have a lot of shows in the can that you can catch up on, which is amazing. And then this month of August, so we will announce, but there is going to be a special mystery episode next Thursday. Mm -hmm. um, so more to come on that. We're not going to give anything away right now. Um, and then on the 18th, we have Willie Herrera joining us from Drew Estate. Absolutely. Um, and then on the 25th, um, we have Miguel from Crown Heads mm. joining us as well. That's right. Miguel Shadell. So, that would be an awesome show. Yep. Um, so, guys, again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, find us, like, subscribe, find us on social media at Smoking Tobacco, on, like everywhere. Um, and visit smokingtobacco.com 
for all of our 2022 PCA coverage brought to you by Drew Estate, the Rebirth of Cigars, as well as more news, information, and updates from around the cigar industry. And with that, we say good night. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye, everyone. Good night. Besitos, blessings, and smoke delicious ashes. <laughs>